You're listening to the New Old Heads podcast, shot live every Tuesday at twitch.tv slash newoldheads and released every Thursday at noon via bringingdowntheband.com. The show is brought to you by Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the show directly by becoming a member at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Mm. You are now tuned into the New Old Heads <laughs> podcast. I am Major 7th. I have my mic where it's supposed to be now. Sorry about that. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hello. Jay Moore, hello. Jay Moore how are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. Doing well. You know, it's uh, you know that 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 crazy weather. You yeah. Know, hopefully, that doesn't make anyone sick out here. I'm 61 day, 22 the next. Gets me every time, man. Every yeah. I'm, time. I've been lucky. I've been lucky to kind of get through this portion of the winter without uh, any ailments. Yeah, it gets spooky in Indiana uh, with the weather. So hopefully, I can shake it and. And the weather can become consistent. So you know, stay on, you know, make sure you eat your fruits and vegetables. Definitely. Uh, get some elderberry in the mix if you are so inclined. Yeah, bought me a bag of spinach the other day for my smoothies. Okay, so, there you go. Yeah, Longevity, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. No problem. <laughs> Happy to oblige yes, sir. with the answering of the questions. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. DJ J. Dip, what's happening, man? Hey, Tyson, what's going on? You good? Yep. Anything new? Same old, same old? Same old, same old. Okay. Yeah. All right, let me get into this. working, day. you know. The sun is the moon and stars. <laughs> they Can have. we address this 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 thing that uh, Black Thought isn't influential? I think we should. Because I've heard people say this many times in the yeah. last couple of days, that Black Thought isn't influential. And I, I don't, because, I don't because, understand where they're really coming from because I understand how he gets overlooked because he's in a band. But he was, I mean, the roots... I mean, you you just took the words right out of my out of my mouth. It's like it's the roots. It's not like he's in a just like a, just a regular hip hop band. Like, that's an iconic right. band that he's been barring up since they came though, out. But you got to realize they're not a commercial hip hop group, so to speak. Like the roots, the the most commercial thing they ever did was you being on the night show. Yeah, or as far as musically, it was you got me. Right, that was the one that won him the Grammy, and mm-hmm. that album was fire. Too. Fire, but I mean, I put uh, the roots as one of the best groups I've ever seen live. Mm-hmm, definitely, um, their music. Black Thought doesn't have a whack verse. I've never heard in one. thirty years at least. Yeah, doesn't have a whack. If verse. If y'all can find one in the comments, post it. Post a link and say, "Hey, yeah. I don't know. I, I saw I that think today. This is a whack verse. I saw somebody thought. today say and shouts if he's listening because he's a listener. But he said, "Yeah, he would get like no influence." I'm just like, Black Thought would get no influence. First of all, Black Thought is what? like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Absolutely, exactly. absolutely. Fonte is the same way. Yeah. Like you know, for whatever you think about Doja Cat showing feet in racial chat rooms, <laughs> like when she like was going crazy over Little Brother versus Fonte's versus specifically. From the I got listening, your head yeah. still bobbing in my brain. Drake, Listen, right. come on, Fonte now. is one of Drake's favorite rappers. Well, he's—I mean, that's that goes to Fonte's influence, right? That's why it's exactly. so high, right? So, I mean, if you think of how big Drake's influence is, well, it just so happened that you know he was influenced by this guy over yeah. here that you don't think. I, but I, but I think just the fact that Black Thought never really changed out of who he is. True, he was in. He's in arguably the biggest hip hop band ever. I don't think there is another hip hop band that's bigger. I mean, than he that. is in the biggest hip hop band. I, like I don't, ever, I don't ever. see if there's any, and they've been around for. They're on Jimmy Fallon every night. Oh, those, yeah, well, there's that too, right? Yeah. And, that, just, that just takes it through the roof. And everybody who is that that you know, you're never going to hear anybody try to that's a rapper downplay black thought no you're not because you I can't agree, so it's I more so consumers that. that don't really listen to him or aren't into him like right. for example when i went to the 
Jazz Fest in Cincinnati, the Roots were one of the groups that performed. Nobody was really paying attention to when the Roots were on stage other than like me and my brother was like, are y'all serious? Yeah. Like that's Black Thought and Quest Love and them down there. Yeah. And nobody really cared. They was talking and stuff all through his set. And But I mean, that, that just goes to show that a lot of this, the goodness is masked by by uh, the filtered down stuff because that's what you hear mostly. So you're not hip to it like that. And you're not familiar with it because you just didn't listen. Do you think there, I saw this argument too, do you think that uh, because of the divide of the roots being quote unquote more conscious is part of it as well? Definitely. Possibly, as, as yeah. Something that hinders. Hinder, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think there's their content and their subject matter is not for the masses. So yeah, I think that goes, that goes into the equation. That might even be Terry's point by, you know, about why people weren't necessarily vibe when it's a vibe to us, it's a vibe to me. But everybody not we played instruments too, so right? that might be another allure Every, of it. But yeah. it, it's the it's the phrase that I've said for years that still stands is you always hear people say, Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that. You hear that every once in a while. Yeah. That may even apply to the roots to, mm-hmm. to certain no, for people. Sure. But just to just to dismiss it and be like, nah, he didn't have any influence or nah. it should be the lowest, I can't vouch for that. I Actually the roots is, are the first time I ever heard Benny Siegel was mm-hmm. on a roots album. Mm-hmm. Things fall apart. Can't remember the name of the song he was on, but that was the first time I heard him. But also, when you talk about the roots, like they've they've done records on Def Jam. Like I remember when Game Theory came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was just like, when it came out, I just couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to it like when it wasn't like it came out like during the summer or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this ain't no summer album, right? You know, I had to wait for a they couple drop of five vibe leaves. To they hit really the do ground. though. Yeah. You like, know, but you know, of course, records like you know, how I got over and yeah. undone, and then you shoot your cousin. These are not things we're like, hey, we got a single coming up from the roots. Yeah. We can play right, right next right. to whatever yeah. hot right now. Like that's was these the are Cody albums. Chestnut the uh, single off there or was that Prenology? That was on Phrenology. 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 Yeah, and yeah. yeah. He was on the how C I got part, over to C2. wasn't he? I thought Cody Chestnut. Yeah, I thought he was. Maybe not. I'd have to look it up. Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. But but I think that that that's probably a good point too. I don't feel like I feel like in general the roots make a very specific type of you know if we're gonna take it to to musical terms I feel like you know you have pop music and a lot of pop music historically is major chords happy chords the roots are in the minors they're in yep. the they're it's a lot more like it's chord selection it's, it's feel it's the the way it feels is very much somber in a way it's very much October yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, also, so, yeah. so I can see that if you don't like that style of music or it, it takes you to a, a place like that, then I guess that would make sense too. But I don't think there's any denying how great he is, especially when he goes up. And he's dropped like, what, three or four projects in the last handful yeah. of years? Yeah, just the, the most recent right. was the Danger Mouse joint, right? Danger Mouse, Salam, Remy. Uh, uh, didn't he do one with Ninth Wonder too? Or, or am I thinking, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm... He dropped, I I, did, did he in Ninth did, did he and Ninth do one? I, I think he dropped. Realize. Yeah, the ninth. I can't remember. I think it was two of them. So yeah, look that Cause up. Because I know the one with Salam and I know the one with uh, Danger Mouse. Yeah. I, uh, I thought he dropped one with, maybe not. Maybe I'm misstrewing mis- that. But then, you know, when he dropped the, his flex freestyle, I mean, what are we even talking about anymore? Ninth versus Thought. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, was it just a, a Thought I think song? That's a, I think that's a record. Though. Dreams of Thought. Dreams, Dreams of Thought. thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. Yep. So it was a whole project? Produced by Ninth Wonder. Yep. There's with two. There's two versions. Yeah, there's an, yeah. Is there a second one? Yeah, there's primarily two produced by Knife Wonder. Primarily, okay. Primarily, okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were right. Yep, you were right. So two streams of th- thoughts, projects, Danger Mouse projects. 
and then uh then he dropped the flex thing within that as well a little bit earlier than that and then the danger mouse thing and then of course being the mc on fallon which, come on man i mean it's no, a hell of a resume like, yeah. i mean like it, it it's one of the best resumes <laughs> if you really want to sit and think about it like if you want to sit objectively like he out there one of the and the and the, here's another crazy thing too that we couldn't factor in that we talked about is we couldn't live it, performance we couldn't factor in live performance mm-hmm. and i don't know how many people have told me even people sitting at this table that the roots is the best one Come of the on, greatest man. performances ever on, so man. i don't know and one of the one of the best producers was a part of the roots at one point in time uh that being scott storch mm. true true yeah no i mean the roots are phenomenal um like I said, they may not have the quote unquote mainstream success, but you know, being on the show helps. But nah, man, to say to just say it's not there, disagree. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool on that. I don't know if y'all saw this, but QC's been in the news of late. I did. I saw actually. I saw Coach K and, and, uh, and P on Ari Melber on MSNBC talking about this uh, one with Scooter Braun. Yeah, I think it's called. Is it Hybe or is it Hybe? I, I hope I'm not pronouncing it wrong. H Y B E. That's the name. It's called. That's the company. Yeah, High be America maybe. Mm-hmm. It's led by him. An acquisition was three hundred million. Um, they say it's still going to be a partnership, so they'll have some say so. P uh, P they'll still have some say so, but Braun will be the, I guess, final decision in terms of stuff. So the artists will still be on there, but they no longer have. Uh, we'll just say the final say so mm-hmm. after after the Bieber partnership. About to be on QC. <laughs> Bieber about definitely about to be on QC. <laughs> um. Was, uh, who was on there? Yachty. Um, who am I missing? City Girls. City Girls. Migos technically aren't anymore because uh, Offset left. Right. Right. So now there's just uh, what's Quavo. Quavo. Yeah. Quavo alone. Um, who else is on there? Let's see. Uh, Duke Deuce. Duke Deuce. Yep. We were talking about Memphis earlier. Uh, but I also saw backlash. People in the black community and black Twitter and Hip hop in general was saying, "Man, we never can own anything. Why do we always have to give up ownership?" I understand um, it, but it's it's there's two sides to that coin. Talk talk to me about the two sides. All right, so in a sense, as far as keeping the culture within the culture, okay, I understand the argument. But technically, when you own something, a lot of times the end game is to sell it off. Now, if you want to pick and choose who you sell it to, that's a different story. But um. I get why they want to sell it off. For the record, maybe, real, maybe they want to move on and do something else. For the record, real quick, bro, it's three hundred three hundred million in cash plus stock in the company. I mean, that's a lot of money. So, I mean, but but, but uh, go ahead, but finish yeah, your thought. I'm ahead, sorry, I just want ahead. you to get the numbers. Well, no, it's it's just more so. I understand people being upset about essentially selling the culture outside of the culture to somebody else right. to essentially represent this brand. Obviously, Scooter Braun does not look like somebody that would own QC. I agree. When you look at the roster and uh where these people came from or whatnot, it's it's just one of those things where it looks weird, essentially. And then uh Coach K and uh what's his name? P uh, P have been the face of QC and it's just weird to see uh Justin Bieber's manager essentially Ariana. owning these uh, artists essentially right now. So, I mean, I get it, but at the end of the day, somebody is still rich off of this. Hey, he says QC, uh, Braun says QC is one of the most significant independent labels in the world. They not only distribute music, but they also distribute culture. Their artists are the voices of their communities. 
So to your point, now he'll be representing what is Lil know. Baby on QC? I, I believe f- he is. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that that's the most successful artist right now. Yeah, Easily. Lil Baby Easily. definitely is. Yeah, he, he's that he's that dude for sure. Go ahead, Jay Moore. Well, you know, um, they said it, and 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 Terry said it is like you build these companies up so you can sell them. Right. You know, there's all this 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 mindset of selling out, but really this is about people buying in. Okay. And also, when you talk about three hundred million dollars, do you realize the amount of capital? that is for you to be able to do other things that's a good point. you know and just because they sold this off it's like okay what are they going to create next exactly. they're going to create something else with that three hundred dollars or three hundred dollars three hundred million dollars <laughs> um <laughs> to hopefully transmission to hopefully where okay whatever we we create with this we'll be able to sell that for a billion next time you know it's not like they gave they gave them a deal and said all right this is the best you can do and take look you they probably negotiated 300 million was what was their number, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think a lot of times, I think it's brilliant because think about it. When you own a, a record label, you're essentially, in, in 2023, you own something that doesn't sell anything. You're an anomaly. That's the crazy thing. You're owning, you, they, he, they paid th- $300 million for a company that doesn't sell anything. They stream things. Mm-hmm. Dream a lot. But, you know, just think about it. When it was Death Row, they're at least selling something. When it was bad boy, when it was Master P and and Cash Money and 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 No Limit, at least you could say, hey, they're selling something. They had a product. You they could had quantify product. it through, oh, they sold one point seven million of this. That's true. Pulled Three million of this. Like I think it's a genius move and incredible when you it, that literally they sold three. They sold for three hundred million dollars. They sold something that doesn't sell anything. Um, and they sold their IP. That's the really, IP, and that's really yeah. all you. That's really all anybody has now, because no one buy. No one actually buys anything. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't. Just like we talked about, how we don't buy video games anymore. We get them yeah. through subscription services. You know, we download. we stream all of our music. Yeah. We stream all of our movies. You know, so and right now they're trying to. They're still trying to figure out that business plan because you know Spotify doesn't make any money. Mm-hmm. Netflix is when you look at their balance sheet, like because you know this is when I look into things to invest in. I'm like, wait a minute, they they don't sell anything. In fact, they're that they're always in the red. You know, so they're still figuring out a business plan, but they're like, okay, well, we know somewhere down the line we'll be able to make this three hundred million dollars make sense. We may not be able to make it sense, make sense right now, but look, we we need to get in on ground floor. Um, of well, this, and once again, three hundred million dollars is significant capital to do other things, to go into other business ventures. There might be because you don't want to stick around too long trying to do this because you'll wake up one day and nobody cares. Like for lack, I don't want to say nobody cares, but yeah, nobody, I would say you'll that. wake up one day and be like, "Oh, bad boy's not hot anymore." But Death what's going on anymore. with uh, Quavo and and uh, Offset right now? It might be been the best thing for him to do. Like I remember when. I didn't um, think about it like that. Right up. When Russell Simmons sold um, Fat Farm for $150 million, so it was, it was a, to a company in St. Louis called Kelwood. Mm-hmm. And um, just looking a couple years after that, I don't think it was <laughs> – if you'd have put $150 million inside one of those hoodies, uh, um, it, uh, Fat Farm wasn't worth $150 yeah, million. He sold the farm. He sold it <laughs> literally when people didn't care. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it was a great business move for them, not so much for Kelwood because um, I don't think they even did anything with the – um, that particular IP no. after because I don't it just wasn't hot anymore. He sold in Winsat Indian style. When Lona, Lona, I, I want to hear what you think. What you think about this acquisition, man? Um, 
What do you think? Uh, I think uh, is the backlash. How you feel about that part? Is that the backlash comes from poor people? Exactly. Uh, okay. Who well, don't own yeah. it? Who don't? Who, who instead of owning, understanding what it is to own a piece of something, they rather own one hundred percent of nothing. Long exactly. talk to me, man. What just just thoughts in general? Well, I, I mean, Jay kind of makes the point that I was going to make uh, to the sense of I feel like it is it. We're all saying it's a good thing for them just from, again, well, I'm going to bring it up again, I guess, every episode, from a capitalist ideology. There we go. But I mean, let's, let's be real. I mean, that's what it is. We're praising them for being good capitalists. True. Um, so it's the, the American way. The thing that, thing that kind of stands out to me is I don't, here's where I think it could potentially be problematic down the line, is if, if we, we talk about monopolies mm-hmm. and we talk about a certain type of person that is buying up all these people's music who is literally going to then be a capital owner of that specific thing. This, this, this gives QC money, but it removes capital in that aspect. Okay. So in this aspect, they are, QC is no longer capital owners of this specific thing that they've built. They have sold all of that capital to somebody else. Now somebody else owns that. Now, I don't know. I mean, it does give them, I, I feel like the arguments are valid for, yeah, now they can build something else. You know, now they can do whatever they want with everything they want to do. But I do kind of, I don't want to say I'm worried, but I, I, I'm wary of, mm. of uh, people, uh, again, of people that come in and just buy stuff up and then will collectively make money off of this essentially forever and will own i mean think about other monopolies that we have in this country right think about the food industry mm-hmm. and it's owned Soy by bean. it's owned by like what you know seven companies or something mm-hmm. or you know the airlines or stuff like mm-hmm. that so yes we're talking about media but in the same sense it's kind of the same thing and, and when i look at it from that lens it's just or it, it kind of problematic to me yeah you're right and it kind of also depends on these artists how their deals are structured so if their deals are structured to where they own some sort of their publishing them owning QC doesn't do a whole lot to them. I'm sure that, I mean, it factors in money somewhere in there, but it's not stealing all their property, essentially. So, I mean, now it is interesting to see what's going to happen with this. What do you guys think about, um, a slight, slightly devil's advocate here, but what do you guys think about how Master P talked about No Limit in the beginning when he said he had got that first offer? He said, well, if this person... From Interscope, yeah, this, I remember that. What am I really worth? Like, is it the three hundred? Now, far be it for me to be counting pockets for somebody to get three hundred million dollars. Like, get your money and do what you gotta do. But is that if it's valued at three hundred million dollars in terms of this partnership or this negotiation? They jumped on it quick. Does a part of me think? I wonder what it would have been worth if somebody else would have offered. Could I could I have received five from somebody else on the Master P type thought? Well, it, essentially, like, you're supposed to, if, if you sell something, somebody that's buying it wants to leave some room in there for them to make money. That's true. That's, that's true. just how you do things. That's true. That at least what I was taught or how I learned yeah. is if you're selling something off or if you're buying something, you want to leave some wiggle room in there for you to make money. And the other party understands that, too. So they're purchasing it or accepting the offer, knowing that they're still gaining something out of it. Yeah. So I, I can mean, dig that. <clears throat> well, I you know, it's that. it's also when you sell it because you know you want to make sure that you're selling high. You know, what if it, That's a good uh, point. they decide no, we don't, we want to hold on to it in three years. QC is not the label it is now. Right. And then they said, hey, remember when we were going to offer you three hundred million? We'll give you twenty five now. 
That's a good because, point. It, but at the same time, I mean, it's all a certain level of gambling because what if the next person they put out on QC winds up being Drake? You know, and then you're like, oh, well, now the now it's it's uh, it's six hundred million if you want. The, but that's 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 the whole that is capitalism. Yeah, that is like I, every day when I look at my portfolio, I'm like, wow, I should have bought this. I, I should have bought this then, or I should have sold this then. Pork pork bellies. Well, no, I don't mess, pork bellies. I don't mess with. Uh, I know. I was just I'm not into that the level of investing. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Frozen concentrated orange juice. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody who uh, remembers trading places. Um, but I, I just feel like this is, I feel like it was a good move for them. Yeah. Because like I said, every record label other than really cash money, mm-hmm. we talked about several episodes ago, you know, at one point you'd be like, man, I would love to have a part of Slip and Slide. Or, man, QQ, imagine being down with Death Row, you yeah. know, and then you look up and like Death Row is just being passed around you know, luckily as a, Snoop as an NFT. Yeah, you know, luckily Snoop and and I saw the announcement that uh, the Death Row catalog will be uh, going back to streaming services. Now I'm happy about that. Uh, now, mind you, people got to understand what the Death Row catalog is. That's that's Snoop's two albums. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to be Dog Food. Yeah, it's going to be Murder Was the Case soundtrack, which is a big deal. Oh, is I need, coming back. I, I need that. Murder I need was the case has not been that. on streaming. You know, um, you might get lucky and find it on YouTube. No, it's on YouTube because it doesn't have all the songs. First of all, everything's on YouTube. Okay, all right. I'm just. I've definitely listened to it on YouTube. I always feel like it was missing joints, nah, but I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, so um, you know, but once again, it depends on who. It really ownership depend it determines who makes those decisions of what goes on streaming where what streaming app it, it winds up being on because you know you can make those exclusive deals to say okay this is only on title or only on whatever i mean the article said he will have the you know final say so like it's still you know somewhat of a partnership but he's, he's still going, getting percentages of some some something he's getting, i mean that's what i mean like i mean I, once again they said it's a partnership they didn't just you know there's a big deal. There's a big they difference. They bought into it. Essentially. Yeah. Once again, there's yeah. a big difference between selling out and buying in. And so buying in. He's he's going to be the uh, the head guy. They walked away with three hundred them things. And to Jay Moore's point, we'll see. Seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. I'm, hey. I couldn't. Fr- I can't frown at that. I can't man. frown at three hundred million on something that I yeah, that I, I built. Mean, so. Let's see if he brings some of that back to Nap though. Oh, I'd like okay. to see that. Yeah. Because it's a wrap for anybody from Nap signing the QC now. Shout out to them brothers, man. They came up at the end of the day, and you know I like to see people successful. It's, it's a win for them, and I'm in the Jay Moore camp where we'll see what they they do next. And hopefully, it's some dope, and hopefully, it's something involved in hip hop, and you know it's evolution, man. Whatever they do, the uh, the great Tupac was in the news. Well, actually, his estate. They say in 2023 they are going to be releasing some uh, four joints that are unreleased uh, from him. And it's got me thinking about the concept of a lot of our rappers that have passed like Tupac and Biggie and the conversation that continues to last. If you go to YouTube and just see um, what's my man's name? Oh, I, I love his content. Art, the art of uh, Art of Dialogue, I believe is the name. His name is Art. He's got kind of like a Vlad type platform. He's a black guy, real dope content i always see people like me and jay moore were talking about gene deal one time remember you yes, talking about people, gene deal okay yeah i see i'd con- rather him continue to talk to artists those are good kind but it's just but, like but i but i always see the conversation every, we always see articles pop up about who killed this person who shot this person who did this and it's like 25 how long was that 96 96 97 so 
a lot of this stuff continues to come up. Is that is that good to to resurface and, and continue to talk about this stuff if it's not from it an investigative no standpoint? It ain't no different than what they did with Elvis' stuff. Oh. It's Tupac. It's the hip-hop side of things. You know, there's people still going to visit uh, Graceland. Graceland or whatnot. Um, I mean, I guess the conversation sometimes on the platforms, I'm just, I'm like, when you're talking about, I use Gene as an example because I'm pro-Gene, Jay Moore's anti I'm not so much anti but said. it's just like unless we gonna arrest somebody for yeah. the, the the murders of these people that's what like, I'm, talking I'm tired about. of hearing that's about. what I'm talking about like yeah but and nobody and nobody's nobody's going to jail you know technically you know even though technically these murders have been solved like nobody's in jail right and I don't and unless you're gonna talk to me about somebody going to day to jail for taking these artists away from us I really don't want to hear what you guys say it's, it's like it's story time now like even like with the unreleased records that's our era I'll be hype I'll be curious to hear them but it's just a lot of that I stuff wouldn't even continues. necessarily be hype about it no oh well you a big Tupac fan so I that's surprising that surprises because me the thing about it is once these artists pass away mm-hmm. you're hearing it not in the way they necessarily wanted you to hear it. Right. There's a reason okay. why it may not be out yet. Like I heard a song. It was, there was never a, released. There was a song. I know what the original sounds like. It had a print sample. Uh, and maybe that's why it didn't. It never hit. That's expensive but sample. I don't even know what the song is. The song was called Pox Life. And it sampled yeah. Pop Life. Mm-hmm. And Pop was, I know Pop was not going to green like that. Well, no, no. See, that's the one that he actually that that was done when he was alive. But then they 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 put out a version of it mm-hmm. on one of his posthumous posthumous releases, mm-hmm. and it was it was the same lyrics, but it had it had a shanty on it. Yeah, and I'm like, don't know about it. like, no, I remember, no, no, no. I was not I, with that record. I, I you remember know, that. I want to hear like I I like I said, I heard the bootlegs. Of you know, probably off Machiavelli seventeen or whatever they had out in the streets at the time. <laughs> yeah, super you know, gritty. And I don't I don't want to hear Tupac and um you know Seventh Street or do you know I don't he nah, didn't know the these last people. Good album that came out with Tupac's lyrics on it that he had nothing to do with was the Outlaw album. Um I can't remember the name. Still I Rise. Still I Rise. That's the last album that I can say this still sounds good. There were Tupac lyrics. There are a couple joints off of uh, "Until the End of Time," but what was the double? That, was I, was, dub- I was done. What uh, was the double disc that had "Do for All Love"? All eyes on me. No oh, double disc. No yeah. man, the one that, had, that was the one that had the painted had, picture of him. That on. was yeah. before, wasn't it? Do it for love. Are you still down? Are is you that, still? That, that was it? the one that came out like right. That was yeah. That had some heat on it. To me, just had do that, for love. Yeah, that had some heat on it. It was some good songs. For ghetto, ghetto for he- I don't know. I don't know. Wonder I, if heaven got a ghetto. Wonder if heaven got yeah, a ghetto. Like that, yeah, like that. That project has some- everything. <laughs> well, I think at that time they were skimming the fat off the top though, okay. so that they had had some stuff that was ready to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. But he has a whole bunch of stuff that's just sitting there because they say that are do not you complete. Should- I mean, he has a whole rhyme book. Uh, with the album that was called uh, One Nation, with a whole track list of songs. Did you ever that see that? Some of those, did. some of those came out. Some of them came out, yeah. but a lot of them didn't. The production so, is cr- Battle Cat, quick. Yeah, um, it, the production was buckshot. Did was any of those actually even manifest? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I, I agree with you. I'm I'm just with the records. I'm actually when you said you wouldn't necessarily be hype. That just shocks me because I know how big of a Pac fan you are, but I'm I understand a, what you're I'm saying. A, unfinished form. I, I don't want to hear, like I said, I don't want to hear 
some new producers take pop tracks and put people on that he didn't know or might not even mess with. Nah, nah I'm, I'm I'm against that. I'm just thinking. Like, I don't want to like I was, when I heard when, I, I was not going to get excited about hearing a Tupac Ashanti song. Mm-hmm. If it's in if it's in his raw form, I, I'd be interested to hear. It. Um, but to Terry's point, like he says, unfinished. I don't know if that necessarily bothers me, just from the standpoint of something that I've never heard from him, but. Just the conversation, man. Sometimes I, I just see it so much and it continuously pops up and it's like there's no effort towards getting anything accomplished. It's just like story time over and over and over and what, over again. I mean, what's to be accomplished? Way, yeah, I don't, uh, what's to be accomplished? Well, I mean, when he talked about, Jay Moore said, um, what was the word you use? An investigative or... Well, that's more so on the whole conspiracy death conspiracy theory. thing. Yeah. But as far as them making money, I mean, that's what the estate does. Like, that's the reason why I bought up Elvis. I mean, they were selling commemorative plates and... True. They were getting that paper. ended up on a stamp. They and, were getting that paper. You're and right. people are still going to visit That's different. That's his the home. estate. And his I can get... I get that. I'm well, just this talking. is the estate, this too, This is the estate of Tupac, too. Okay. But, I'm talking about all these people who want to get on and tell stories of like, man, I told Pac not to get in the car. I'm like, right. That's oh, what I'm right, talking well, about. Thanks for the information now. What'd you say? What'd you say long? No, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> like I, I said. mean, like, no, I mean, but seriously, like Tupac, unfortunately, has passed away and we've heard all the music that we need to hear from Tupac. He's got a great catalog for us to listen great to. Great catalog. We have a whole bunch of other artists, new artists out here that are making exceptional art for, for me to, to like really worry about something that was hidden away and it was never released for specific reasons like no nah, man like i don't I like don't. there's a re- like some of those some because some of the songs you're like oh this these are songs that were never released for a reason yeah like, because they were no good until you've done and nobody will ever hear right yeah yeah lots, there's a reason lots of them. for that right lots of Sometimes. them essentially i mean for me i just don't have enough i mean I, i'm not trying to put out a beat tape every week you know nobody's yeah. gonna listen to it but. but you're right though it's some of the some stuff some, that just ain't meant to see the light of day. Some of it, yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. Now, I do, like, some of it Mar- is Marvin Gaye released, well, he didn't, but his estate released an album that he actually recorded that was never released. So this was done by Marvin Gaye, and it just never came out because they were saying it was too politically charged or something at the time. It came that got out a like different two feel. Years. It came out like two years ago. And that's different. And that's he's different. been gone since the 80s. So uh, an album coming from Tupac that was never completed that he had nothing to do with, and like you said, has new no, producers on it. We don't need that. I'm cool on that, man, because he, th- it doesn't have that Pac feel. Yeah. I hope it's not that type. Of, not you got me thinking now. I hope it's not that type of Ashanti mashup type joint. Well, it will because remember the Biggie duets. Yes, and it actually was a couple songs on there that was dope too. Yeah, but Biggie had nothing to do with that. Yeah, and it was all it was all verses I had heard somewhere else yeah. before. True. And I liked the way they sounded before. Yeah. And you just like you just kind of trying to warm up um, cold French fries. Without uh, an air fryer. Even use air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I guess I would be okay with a Tupac house album. A house album from Pac? Yeah. Why not? No. no. He, he's trying. Since he, we're he's, going there, let's just do it. He, no, because he knows better. He it was. Better. It was because uh, somebody was, will probably mess around and do it. It was oh, maybe about no. a year ago, six months. They put out um, a biggie with. Um, Whoever it was, the song was terrible. I don't want anybody to look it up. Mm. Um, <laughs> Is that bad? I don't need to. Yeah, I, I sh- I'm not even going to uh, rack my brain trying to figure out who they had him collaborating with because it, I heard like the first like 30 seconds of it. I was like, this is trash. Yeah. Like, stop trying to 
you know, there's a version of this song that he recorded when he was alive that he liked and wanted us to hear. Please stop taking these vocals and putting them over this foolishness. Yeah. Biggie got a whole concert out right now in the metaverse. I went and looked at some of it. When I tell it's you, it's actually kind of dope though because uh-huh. I'm it's, sleep. It's a uh, essentially a recreated character in him. So him and Diddy's in there. They're like some of the videos are redone with this new Biggie look. It's or like the CGI Biggie. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool though. I went there just to check it out for a hot second, and it, it was it was dope. But his yeah. his estate okayed that though. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like somebody's just uh, stealing his identity and trying to make money and stuff off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw um, the video. I saw a video on IG where they took. Remember we talking about the the Drake voice thing? Couple of yeah. the episode I was going. Uh, I saw the, a video where they used Kendricks. Did you guys see that oh, on Instagram? That to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Terry, you're right. Terry yeah. sent it to me. That's very scary, man. Yeah, people very, about to start releasing albums. Very uh, scary. Sounding like these artists. I mean, the deep fake stuff is already super out there. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's that's a whole rabbit hole in itself. So when you talk about deep fake and then deep fake with audio as well, mm. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Do you see? Do you see the what? Well, I, I am not going to ask that because I know. As soon as it gets big, a lot of these people are gonna start getting lawsuits and stuff. Oh, of because course, you can. That can be very dangerous. I've seen defects of like photographs where like, yep, th- that's that's that didn't happen. Yeah, and like, there's little things that'll let you know. Oh, okay, like, like they'll be like the elbow. They couldn't get something right. The leg or arm will be too skinny. Right or, mm-hmm. um. Like I've seen row of teeth. Like I, I saw this one where it's like I don't know what the criteria and what they put into the AI generator, but it was like if South Park was an '80s sitcom and mm. like made the characters look that's like kind of dope, real people. I didn't see. I, I think those ideas are dope. Like actually, Tr is doing one right now where he's Shout using dogs as NFL mascots. So he's been using that. the AI generator. And putting it in the Illustrator and kind of manu- messing with it okay. himself. He's been doing that for a minute. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of dope when you're using it the right way. But when you're using it to, like, the fake deep stuff and mm-hmm. you're putting out whole projects. This guy was literally sitting in his room and just talking. He's like, man, it, it has me, it'll make me sound just like Kendrick. And he just, he made a whole song, made a beat. He was rapping and it sounded like Kendrick was rapping to the beat dude just made. I said, "This is." Oh, are you crazy. talking about the guy that it was in Ableton? Yes, he oh, had yeah. Ableton up. So he, yeah. he had one AI so that, that, write a song that wasn't, by Kendrick and then another one. He wasn't doing that in real Kendrick. time. He wasn't doing that. Is in, that different? Am I getting confused? He wasn't doing it in real time though. I don't think. It, oh, okay. he made it seem like he was, but ah. I'm pretty sure that that wasn't like a random Ableton VST that you could do. There was one I saw that had. Um, Somebody was using Eminem's voice. He was DJing and it they pumped some words in there or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean they exist. But uh, as far as being I, as far as being able to do that in real time like that, I don't think that's a thing. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, I'm wrong. he said he used two different AI generators. So he used one to write the song in Kendrick's style. Then he used another one to rap that song that the other AI generator mm. in Kendrick's voice. I so that's how he did it. Okay, okay. Blew my mind when I saw it. I thought he was doing it in, you know, just right there on the spot. I said, "This is dang- this is crazy, man. This is dangerous. Like, this <gasps> could really be uh get spooky out here." So it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, the deepfake stuff Stupid. is super. Shout out to uh, no. Things. I mean, it's the just- deepfake stuff. There was a there's a whole big thing recently that was going on with like um 
Twitch streamers and stuff, uh, where this Twitch streamer apparently was on this deep fake adult site. And there's what? and there's deep fake adult sites out there with a whole bunch of random like like putting, real people putting yeah. like what? faces on yeah, stuff. Yeah, so did you see did y'all see the the one about the thing. church? And the church was a bunch of women with big sh- or something on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all see nah, that? I ain't so yeah. that was all AI generated. People thought that was real. <laughs> I was like, no, I ain't see that. Yeah, I, ain't, I don't think I saw that. People, people I don't remember that this was it. like this real church in uh, Atlanta where it said, so, come as you are. And, and it had all, all these um, women scantily with, clad women with their with breasts all out. Uh-huh. And yeah, you that saw was this fake. It was all fake. I didn't know it was fake at first. I was like, wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, shout out to whatever pastor came up with this idea. Man. Yeah. Long was like, I'm going to have to Great guy. come in on uh, <laughs> Friends and Family Day. <laughs> I want to go get baptized. Man. No, I hadn't seen that, but that's that's scary too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, They're giving out uh, gasms at church. All right. Let's. Let's not to, bring up Smokey Robinson for two weeks in a row. I'm yeah, to, um, disrespect. Yeah, let's cut the disrespect out. That might be the church he attend. I'm What's the saying. date for the album? I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't have it memorized. Oh. I know sometime in, I believe, end of March. Saw some artwork today too, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Man, we'll get to it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I guess we'll just see what happens with the records, as they say, and I guess just go from there, huh? You're not too excited, are you? Nah, yeah, man. I think this is we've moved on past. You gotta this realize topic. too that I was one of the I was <laughs> one of the, I'm trying, I'm trying I was to pull it out. Of, I'm trying to pull it out no, of I was one of the wishful thinkers that thought Tupac was actually on that he was gonna come back type stuff. Come because, back from Cuba. Because yeah. the way he set up that album and then when you learned about who Machiavelli was mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. It actually made sense. It was perfect. But this was back in ninety six, ninety seven. This though, is back you know? when information still didn't move as quickly. Right, right. True. So I was one of those hopeful people. That that eventually woke up and was like, I'm on some BS. Tupac ain't coming back. Well, at least you came home, man. Yeah. Thanks to our partners. Dr. Coleman of Coleman Dental is our go-to dentist. He's a longtime Indianapolis arts and music supporter located right in Broad Ripple. Printfinity is a screen printing shop based in Indianapolis, owned and operated by our own DJ J. Diff. Our good friends at Indie CD and Vinyl operate one of the best record stores in North America. Shop new and used in their site or visit them in person. And the best way to support the new old heads is to visit our Patreon and become a member for as little as three bucks a month. All details on newoldheads.com. All right, we are back. Shout out to our partners. We appreciate those partnerships and relationships as always. Let's talk Adidas. So apparently Adidas is struggling since they cut ties with Mr. West. Um, when I say struggling, I'm talking about billions of dollars. Uh, billions. And uh, Beyonce's line isn't selling like it's they wanted to other. You think that's that, that's in there too? I mean, a lot. It has to do with a lot of that. Okay, so it says in a profit warn a profit warning issued on Thursday, Adidas said the decision to not sell existing merchandise is expected to slash the company's full year revenue by one point two eight billion and its operating profit by five hundred thirty three million dollars in a year. That it says, hurts. It says the loss may be even greater. If the company decides not to repurpose any of its unsold Yeezy merchandise. Well, so basically they are going to do a structured proposal to Kanye 
see if they can re-engage him, get him back in the brand. Mm, look at that. Try, try to yeah. get a little bit of this paper back. Hey, Kanye is going if if they do that. Do this they, is what I want to know. What know battery me. they're putting in the back of Kanye? West? That's my question. Loan, I, see I ain't you. talking I, about a. I ain't even talking about a D battery. I'm I talking about an anti-Semitic. Man, things. I can say whatever. So I will open the car floor, battery. Open the floor up by set by just asking because I see loan. I see loan's computer working in his head. So how does this look, man? Just just in general, because the battery, to Terry's point, the size of the battery that will be in his back, if this happens, will be, I, I don't even know how bad it can be, bro. I don't know, man. What the you biggest think battery you can find. Is that what, you can find. What will be in his back. Jay Moore, what you think, man, about Adidas? I just look at based off everything that we know up until this point. Well, this just speaks to um, something that is a, a steady theme on our show, especially with uh, longevity speaking on it, this is capitalism. <laughs> is that okay, it? all that. Hey, we don't want to deal with someone who said these controversial anti uh, anti Jewish uh, things. Um, but and, the bag is suffering now. Yeah, and so now it's like, well, we don't lose all this money, so let's see if we can re-engage where, this where, now that it's. Before we go any further, where are you reading that they're actually re-engaging with him? Because I haven't. That's news to me. Dick, I thought that was something that was new. No, it's it's. I, that's what I was reading on this sheet. It's proposed that some gonna... random person named Dak on Twitter. No, nah, this is, yeah. no, it's not, it's not like, Dak. <laughs> this is no, it's not Dak. This is on NPR. Like oh, the, it's on the, NPR. the concept of this actually happening is real. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah it wasn't I, just based off a random tweet. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. New York Times got a post on this too. Okay, well, so it's legit. Well, there you go. It just shows you where people's values actually are, and it's to the shareholders. You said NPR. Um, yeah, it's and, NPR. And to their bottom line, you know, all that, oh, we don't want to offend anybody. Look, as soon yeah, as, right. yeah, it doesn't matter. Like It was sexy for the moment. It was sexy right. for the moment because, you know, if look, if if I could see if, if, if let, let Kyrie really start balling out in Dallas. He's going to. And yeah. all of a sudden, they wind up in the NBA finals. Nike will be like, you know what, maybe we were a little bit. Now, Nike ain't going to circle back. You don't think so? Well, they, nah. have, well, they have enough of going yeah. on, you know. Yeah, Nike ain't going to circle back. Nope. I don't know. Neither here nor there. Go ahead, my bad. No, no, no. But it just, but it once again, it just shows you after a certain amount of time, uh-huh. people will, unless you're Chris Brown, they will forgive you or figure oh, it out or tough. find a way to continue to make money. And I can't even say that with Chris Brown because people still go to his concerts. Yeah, people just, are going to, but he had a thousand dollar meet and greet. Yeah, but I, you know, with I, a long line. I, I think yeah. about, you know, we Multiple just had cities. the uh, Super Bowl pass. And I remember when, you know, Ray Lewis was radioactive because, you know, someone died in his presence, allegedly. Come on. I mean, man. I guess it's not allegedly, but it wasn't. But maybe two or three years later where he was on the cover of John Madden football exactly. and was a spokesman for Nike. Yeah. So here's somebody involved in actually somebody losing their life. And, you know, when you it, it depends on how good your songs are and how many touchdowns you run for. He's the, the only, only I will go out and say he's the only uh, football player that came out unscathed on a situation like that. Well, you know, it was, Ray, you said Ray. Yeah. You got to understand. All he did was kill someone. He didn't hurt people's feelings like Colin Kaepernick did. Yeah. What's the name from? I'm just saying, like, it's, it's one thing to take someone's life. It's another thing to hurt white people's feelings. You can beat True. up women, too. Yeah, evidently. Well, as long as there's no videotape of it. See, that Ray yeah. Rice, they were going to let him play. I promise you Ray uh, Rice was going to play. Ray Rice was going to finish his career he with the Ravens. He definitely was going to finish his career. But then the video came out, and they are like, well, no. Yeah. This is exactly what was described to us, so. Yeah. Got to kind of go with, with it. But these numbers in this article are staggering. So, 
just the idea of if this were to possibly happen, could you imagine? This is what I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a ripple effect from. I guarantee you no other company is going to invest so much in an outside entity like they did with Adidas did with Kanye. Because if just this one person we have and we're doing business with can tank a billion dollars, then we're not going to give them that kind of leverage or power. We're never going to give anybody that kind of leverage or power over our own. Yeah. The thing with Adidas is they never had a flagship artist or sports person that uh, generate this type of income for them. So that's the whole reason why Ye, Ye would say uh, Yeezy jumped over Jumpman, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's a fan of Jordan's, yeah. but he pretty much went to this company, made it very popular to wear Yeezy shoes, which, I mean, Adidas was popular before then, but you got to realize like how that. much extra he was generating for this company. So these billions that they're losing is essentially all the money that they weren't making in the first place. Mm. So I they mean, put them in a position, and now they want to stay in that position, and they want to circle back because these Yeezys are still being sold, but everybody knows that Yeezy has, or Ye has nothing to do with it, so it's not selling the same way. I mean, they could do a Yeezy drop, and it would be sold out in minutes, and that's just not happening now because capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anti-Semitism was really why. But, I mean, but what you think about the idea, loan the possibility? Well, I don't think it's real because I just looked up all three of those articles and it doesn't mention that at all. Um, the possibility? The possibility of him buying anything back is not listed in any of these articles that I looked at. Everything here, I mean, I don't know what you're specifically looking at, but I'd like to know because one, this doesn't seem like something that they would do. That's why I wanted to look it up and I don't see anything on any of these articles. So. Well, I, I took, I, but I didn't take it as it's going to happen. I'm taking it as there. The article is saying how much money they lost, which to me is a direct correlation in them losing, losing Kanye. Right. And the fact that if this were to happen, the ramifications is what I was talking about. I wasn't saying it was a hundred percent you know, okay. definite that it's going to happen. Okay, okay. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I don't see it even listed as it's even a thing. Uh, there, Everything that I've read about it so far up to this point and right here is just pretty much the ramifications of what's going to happen because of Adidas. So it's a hypothetical. It's, it's this a hypothetical that I don't even think even exists. Hmm. I don't see it. I just wanted to make sure due diligence was there. But I, I feel like uh, Adidas, you can't really be mad at Adidas for for distancing themselves from Kanye West. I agree. You know, so if they lose this money, are they going to lose billions of dollars? Yes, but it to me, it's just a company. So the company has a bunch of shoes. They're going to dump off somewhere. They're going to lose some money, and then they're going to bounce back and still be a company. I'm about to try to figure out who to get next to you try out to. Why this Adidas thing with Beyonce ain't working? Yeah, yeah. He, I didn't even think about that part when Terry said that. Well, I, when well, it, Beyonce's her clothing lines haven't sold well even before adidas you got to realize people yeah, nobody trying to buy them dairy people, people want to see beyonce <laughs> do they want to see her sing and perform and all of that good stuff they really ain't concerned about wearing her clothes well that and like when they made it seem like the only people who were going to get these ivy park clothes were celebrities and people who already were famous right. i remember when they did that rollout it seemed impressive but i'm like is there anywhere where regular people can buy this yeah you know that's a good point but i don't know it was the same thing with the yeezy shoes like when my dumb ass went into the spot and asked <laughs> can i have some kanye west shoes because they look like sweatpants for your feet uh, can well, i tell you some kanye for and some like kanye apparently west like people who really want them can buy them i just didn't want them that badly so can so here's my question can you actually still buy yeezys now i are, still see people wearing them are they like lower cost now no, no. No, if anything, they, I see it's them. still the same. About the same, if not higher? Or I no? think I bought the last pair of Yeezys that dropped 
before everything went south. So I guess I still have so you guys put are, them on my feet. So you're telling me that the prices are still high. They have a whole bunch of stuff. It still says Yeezy on them. But but they own it, right? Technically, Adidas does, so they yeah. can still sell them. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. This this whole thing is confusing to me right now. So. Yeah, but I mean, when your consumers know that that he has He's nothing not to do with, with it anymore, it. yeah. Then all of a sudden, now it's not deemed cool. Everybody wants the big red clown shoes. That was pretty much what I was going to say. Which yeah. is pretty much blowing up on the net now. Yeah, them damn Astro Boy shoes. Yeah, th- who so wants stupid. to wear those? Have you? I was going to ask you if you've they're seen so them. Stupid, I wanted man. to know if you saw those. I was like, there. A lot of you need to stop. Cartoon just, characters. Yeah. yeah, y'all out here just Mascot buying stuff because you saw somebody famous wear it. Come on, I don't man. even know what the, I don't even know what the it tick- don't go with nothing you own. Nothing. I don't know what the ticket are for them. Uh, Papa's three hundred twenty-five dollars. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know. I, to be honest, I just, and this is just me, and I, I know maybe I'm a little bit different here, but if I, if I saw a pair of Yeezys that they had out mm-hmm. still, and I like them, I'd probably still buy them, even though Kanye wasn't a part of it. Yeah, them. I would too. If I saw because I don't sh- care what everybody else horrible. thinks. Yeah, it's just you know I don't. Know. I would if I saw if they had, if they dumped all their Yeezys on at, at Shoe Carnival. Uh-huh. <laughs> buy <laughs> you, one you get sp- one half off. I would spin the wheel. I would spin the wheel, <laughs> and I'd get I because they look I, and I, that that'd be my new running shoe. You, I remember you could spin the wheel and get a possibly get a skateboard out of it. A skateboard? Yeah, if I get a skateboard and some yeah. Yeezys, yeah, I'd be in there. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like if they cost, <laughs> if Yeezy, how much do how much do they typically cost when you go to buy them now? Two hundred. Okay, that seems a little high, but maybe maybe that's oh, it's some way higher than that. Yeah. But I mean, if they cost like you know a hundred, hundred and fifty or something like that, and I like them, you can find some like the foam posits. The, the, or not phone pauses, but the phones. The alien looking shoes? Yeah, them was like a nah, hundred. say low. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks. Eighty no, bucks. Forty nine ninety nine. That is my threshold. <laughs> the Once slides were like well, 70, 65, 70 for the slides. I, I the slides you know, would be higher. You know what this really kind of makes me I, I'm, I'm gonna go there again, but oh, man. I really don't care. I really don't <laughs> care really that Adidas. That. Yeah, no, but I mean the fact that Adidas, like they took a gamble on, you know, all this, you know, they're going out I, I think it's great that Adidas took this stand that they did mm-hmm. um, and all that but at the end of the day you know that's that's inherently the part what's the worst thing that can happen they can lose money they can lose money yeah, they'll that, eventually that, get back yeah they, they can lose money and then the the people that own the company maybe they have to sell it and they have to be a worker again yeah, I mean it's been and then sold they can start before. another company that's we just thing. talked about that with uh, Adidas has been yeah. sold before yeah probably yeah. multiple times you know and they, they they'll figure the out some choice. somewhere else you know like because when you watch the World Cup and you saw all those uh, all those jerseys who made all that stuff yeah Adidas Adidas they make all it's of, a worldwide that's where company. they get most of their money is from apparel in soccer and football and things of that and, nature. And well, Nike's doing football now, but Adidas does the high schools and colleges and things you know, like they do, that. It, they, well, I think their NHL contract is about to expire, but I'm sorry. I, if you want me to be worried about Adidas, uh, look somewhere else. Worried. I ain't worried. They're good. I feel, I feel I got, alone. And I got a whole lot of Adidas stuff. I feel alone when he says... You know, I don't. I'm not. You wouldn't trip if he was associated or not. If it was a good price point, you cop. To Terry's point, though, I just think they're the majority is the people Most that people. will sit back and just sure. be like, I don't want anything to do with it if he's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know some stunts Hype supporters beast. that would not. Yeah. Even, and, and to that hypothetical, if if if, if this were to if happen, Yay came back into the fold, right. it would actually make me not want to mess with adidas at all because i'm like right i mean they don't have any type of integrity at all exactly how are you gonna come exactly. out and be like oh man we're against this yeah. and be like well we're not selling very good well, so let's, yeah we, we can vouch for this anti-semitism and this anti-blackness now 
Uh, well, when it know. comes to our pockets. Yeah. And now, now I see the Snoop sign with uh, Skechers. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I laughed. Ex- <laughs> I, oh, I laughed the, extremely hard. Who's copping a Snoops? Lone, you want a pair of them? You going to buy them for me? <laughs> if I buy them, you wear them? Well, I don't know what they look like. We'll find you one. Are they what comfortable? Size you, 12 and a half. 12 and they a half. They got some Skechers yeah. at, uh, at. I bet they come. Shoe Carnival? Yeah. Jay yeah, Moore, they do have Jay Moore no. I'm just saying, my threshold is forty nine ninety five. Snoop gonna find that bread, and, and he had Pharrell is the new creative director for uh, Louis Vuitton. Oh yeah. Oh, where? I bet you, yeah, he is not happy about that. Cool, he's never happy about anything. No. I mean, the last time I saw Kanye West, somebody was recording him smoking a bunch of cigarettes outside the back. Of, really? Behind, behind him. <laughs> what? Oh, he going through it? It was like, man, Kanye's going through it. <laughs> I, the last time I saw him, he threw somebody's phone in traffic. Like, I seen reached, that. Reaching there and got her phone and just threw it on the ground. Hold on, I thought he was buried again. I saw that too. I don't know. He was what? Is he married? married again? Oh yeah, I've seen that. I'm happy that I don't know the latest Kanye. News. Yeah. He, last thing I saw was married the phone. anybody. <laughs> what white woman did he marry? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he said, said, it, he said it, none of us did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, we didn't say we didn't. Thank oh, you God. for the clarification. Uh, y'all know who said it, so no good yeah. way y'all like that girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, stu- <laughs> you stupid. He on some BS, man. He need to quit playing. Yo, man, shout out to Dave, man. Rest in peace, De La Soul. Oh. Yeah, yeah, man. That, was, that one hurt. You want to talk about? Yeah, I found that out right before kickoff. Yeah. Fifty-four years old, man. I understand he had some congest. I think congestive heart failure, failure at one point. In time, I believe, yeah. and a couple I, years ago, and he didn't. He, and plus, he wasn't there for the Grammy performance, which makes sense. That's crazy, bro. Like you talk about a group that when I was a kid, kid, like early, like the early night, like the 90, I mean, 90s, that's, for that's real. one of the core memories You're that pop about, up no, when I think 80s. about it. Late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Potholes in my lawn. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like three I mean, feet high, my... like that, man. Like I, I grew up on them for real. <laughs> Used to love, um, me, myself and I, and the junk with them, with the jungle brothers and the native buddy. tongue and all that buddy. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's and they're tough, a group man. that never broke up. True. Yeah. You know, from that era, one of the few, you know, you long. think about all the other groups that came through that era. Yeah, something yeah. happened. EPMD, NWA, Try, um, Try, Try Call, Call Quest, Quest, Jungle Brothers, or they just stopped doing whatever. Who was, who was on a documentary trying to reconcile with, to get Tip and Fife back together? It no, was yeah, De La Soul. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All of them were there. And then leaders like, of the new school. These are all people that was together. Yeah. Yep. yeah look, black sheep. None yeah. of no, like you're gonna say it. it was it is such an incredible thing for a rap group to stay together. Mm-hmm. You know. And he even said uh well he didn't say it specifically. I believe Poss might have wrapped this on the uh, Rock Cocaine Flow about how uh never broke up or what do you say, uh De La Soul to the death or until we break up, mm-hmm. something like that. Never broke up. Yeah. I accidentally dissed De La Soul one time on a mixtape. What? I remember that story. I think you remember that. Did remember I tell that story here? I don't think you told it here, though. Okay. I don't think I heard that one, unless I'm tripping. No, no. wait, maybe you did. You did, did tell he? it. Yeah, okay. you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, <laughs> I mean, it was, a, it was a simple mistake. You know, I didn't realize. I mean, and it got all cleared up. with. Go, it was between Ghostface and De La. Mm-hmm. They oh, okay. They, they, at one point, they weren't getting along, and I didn't realize that the, day, that the Ghostface freestyle was about De La Soul, and I mixed much more into... The mix the, the, it was called Tony's Money at the time, mm-hmm. you know, but it was the beat that wound up being the De La Soul and Ghostface Killer song on the grind date. So they figured it all out by the time the album came out. Yeah, and I hate that. And I gave Pasta News the CD, like, hey, check it out. <laughs> he probably I met him one time, he's a really nice guy. He probably threw that right out of the window. <laughs> See, 1045. 
Um, we all hey, we'll get one a show. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> and they're about to hit the streaming too. Like that's, that's what that's what yeah. I hate that too, man. Like they finally about to, you know, their first album actually came out on my birthday, March third. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it, it, uh, what, what makes it so sad now is like when people. I mean, it's sad because you know he's a uh, you know I I, I I I tend not to think about myself as a fan, but think about his actual family. Yes, you know, because that's yes. selfish to be like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get to see De La Soul again. Right. It's like uh, this person never going to see their father or their husband or their brother again, uncle, whatever, so, father, whatever. You know, um, but you that's know, a, and that's and that's it's it's sad that there are parts of their catalog that you can stream now. Yeah. But you know, if you really want to go back into the Tommy Boy era, yes, you know they're they're slowly but surely putting some things on YouTube because they snatched everything off of YouTube, right? Well, they gave it all away for free a handful of years. Yeah, ago. I yeah. got the whole, yeah. I got their whole yeah. discography. Yeah, me too. You know, um, so it's just kind of crazy, you know, because if people want to go back and you know the grind date, I believe, is on streaming, and then like the most recent one that they they crowdfunded. That was the one with oh, the no yeah, samples. Yeah, yeah. It was all yeah. yeah all that album was really that was good a good too. record. That was yeah. a good record. Yeah. Um, and I don't think AOI. Like the, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Right. What was the name of that joint? The, the most recent one. What was the name of that project? The, with the orchestration and, and strings and all that. What, okay. I looked that up. Do, 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 I don't do, remember. That, that, they but had I remember Snoop on there. They had two chains on there. I hate the fact Usher. that that happened. And like, I don't know if they got everything to right as far as their ownership of what's going on because it's about to go back on streaming mm-hmm. but i hate the fact that this happened in the middle of that true because uh, whoever has the higher percentage is now going to push it faster basically just to benefit themselves mm. and the anonymous nobody yeah the, the, yep thanks long yep that's 2016 yeah that album was really good grind date is really good grind date was like my i mean i had heard them on features and stuff, but I, I mean, of course, this is not a secret. I, I got into this stuff a little bit later than everybody else, but the Grind Day was like the first real record that I, or album that I heard from them, and it's really good. That was your, kind of like your introduction? Yeah, and, and of course, Rock Cocaine Flow, which was amazing. Did you, but you, you like you normally will do, you, you backtracked and went back. A and, little bit, but to be honest, I'm not super, super knowledgeable of a lot of De La stuff, a lot of gotcha. the early stuff. I know their hits, their singles, I've remixed a couple of their records and stuff yeah, like that, you know yeah. what I mean? But like, I haven't, did you did you ever did you ever go back and run uh, Stakes is High? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, I know uh, that's one of my favorites. Stakes I don't is listen to anything favorites. straight album form like that, you know. So I don't. You don't have to anymore. I don't that's even. True. I don't even know if I could tell you any. Is that an album? Yeah, Stakes is High. Yeah, I remember yeah, I Stakes know. is High. You know, I'm about to say he knows that he no, trolling Stakes me. is he High came that. out the same day as Nas's second album. I am. Is that the second album? No, second third. album was. Uh, it was written. It was, it was written. written yeah. uh, I am is the third. Um. And I just remember, it was like I was working at the uh, Keys and Engraving Shop in Sears. Uh, wait, wait, home wait, wait, from wait. college. You, you used to you used to cut keys. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was out here moving them keys. Okay. He was Bob Vila, the key um, department. I see. I uh, see. Engraving cross pens, hooking up door Ooh. knockers. Yeah, oh, man. I was a, okay. I was an artisan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I remember I only had enough money for one, and I bought stakes as high. Mm. I bought. Uh, it was written like a couple weeks later. I think I I might be wrong, but I thought they were working on something new as well. Oh, that make it even worse, man. If they were, it's, uh, yeah. it's it's like the it's like Fife's verses on the Tribe project. Oh yeah, that, those know, albums came out not that far from away from each other. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying like we Fife's Fife's verses were on there, but it just ain't hit quite the same. You know what I'm saying, and it might be 
the same situation with this. But now, nah, rest in peace, man. Like that's this is one of the most iconic groups in my opinion, and I hate to definitely. I just hate to hate this man because is we're seeing more and more people that are a part of our child were a part of our childhoods, um, and we lose them in their fifties, bro. Like Coolio, people like that. Like it's we, definitely showing you uh, mortality. Yes, and that people are that you looked up to or that were your heroes essentially in some way sort of form are succumbing to life essentially mm-hmm. because I mean it's inevitable that it's going to happen to each and every one of us true but it's just I don't know man it, it hits you now that we as we advance in age yes you know when I it used to be if I saw somebody 54 I think that was so far away right mm-hmm. you know 54 is only you know nine years away from me mm-hmm. you know nine I, summers yeah nine and you summers. can think about like what's you know and i think about how fast time has flown exactly for me you know in in these past few years you'll be like nine years ain't gonna be nothing no th- for everybody um as it relates to you know covid and stuff like that it's well i lost we lost three or four quick ones it feel like to me it was three actually but well you know we're working the, on three but and the thing is when we just kind of referring back to our list did we <clears> put down either one no Nope. And Pasta Noose is probably one of the most, when we talk about how underrated Black Thought is, mm-hmm. like when you when you listen to to, to Paz, you can hear it's like, oh, this may be who really kind of influenced Black Thought. Mm. When you hear, when you, when you hear their cadence and the, their wordplay, you can- I'm sure you can, Black you Thought can, would give Paz his flowers. You I'm know, sure he would. And I know like Black Thought's been around for, but you know, Paz- predates him as far as recorded music that i've heard i mean when, when people make these lists nobody ever thinks of dave or pasta news as far as talking about their favorite rappers of all and time influence. and honestly when you listen to you know of course because i i go back because you get that nostalgia thing when i listen to break a dawn come on off man. of Blood oh, Mind State, which was the first single off their third album man and you listen to Pasta news, you're like, why don't we talk about him more? Yeah, they were so I unique. Love that record, man, by a, the way, as a group, uh, De La Soul was just a really re- unique group. Um, from their style, how they dressed. Uh, this was a time in rap where, um, it was more politically charged, mm-hmm. and they weren't really on BS, but it was more on some like peace. Uh, not to be confused with hippie type stuff, but I mean, I seeing mean, on face value, you kind of took that from. That's why he said it in one of the first songs. But, yeah, but then they'll have a song, basically about you know, um, you know, a girl who's been abused, like killing, right. you know, killing her abuser. You know, it was some yeah. deep stuff going on there and stuff. Nobody, you know, wouldn't dare say, okay, we're gonna make this a single. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that native tongue movement is crazy when. Go through the whole roster. The song's called Millie Pull a Gun on Santa, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had some dope artists in that collective. All the way from Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Jungle Buster Brothers, Rhymes. them, Buster Rhymes. The Black Sheep. Yep. They, were, they, were, they were down, you know. That collective was very strong. They said Prince it was, Paul. And they said it was just kind of like a, it wasn't like anything like planned out. It was just right. kind of like a group of people, yep. like, essentially. Oh, yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of um, old Aquarians. Yes, you took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. It's, yeah. it's the same type of vibe. You know, the thing that was the most confusing to me as I was trying to learn De La Soul was the fact that they all have different names, and so there's like plug one, plug two, plug three. Dave, and then 
is it true goy true goy the dove and the dove, then yeah. and then De- then dave and then just dave so yep. he, he went by three different names yeah. and so like yeah it was sometimes confused. it might confuse you it confused mm-hmm. the hell out of me it really did so yeah did you see the thing? Um, not <laughs> to not to straight pivot, but did you see the thing where uh, Scarface and uh, Willie, D, Willie yeah. D were getting Talked into about it? it? Yeah. yeah, Willie D was really hurt, and initially I thought. Remember, we talked about this because Jay Moore. I was laughing. You said, "Man, anybody work. Willie D needed to sit down somewhere." Anybody work. I didn't say Willie D well, needed to sit down. Not somewhere. sit down. I'm 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 paraphrasing here. I, but I, you, please, paraphrasing? Yeah, don't, don't have Willie D coming after me. Willie D don't hurt Jay Moore. So he ain't gonna hurt nobody. Uh, like. Be careful, man. <laughs> I don't know Willie D didn't. You know, I'm not gonna yeah, say be that. Careful. Right. He used to box now. <laughs> Willie D used to box. No, no, no. Yeah, be careful. I told you, Willie D told me. He said, "If you got a beater, you don't need it." <laughs> Shout to Willie D for giving me them words of advice and sending me on the right path as a young man. As I heard him talk, plead his case. Did you see the? Yeah, I watched it. I actually kind of agree with Willie a little bit. I, start, I started off on because I was thinking from our point of view, like say yep. we're on a podcast, yeah, and we're like, "What you doing this weekend?" Oh, I'm going to the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of whack, man. Like I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I t- I'm going to the Grammys to perform. Actually, when but I got the call, I probably would have said, "Hey, I got a call to do this. Do you want to do it with me?" So the the reason why I agree with Willie is because did Scarface. Do a ghetto boy song? He did mind, he did. Play mind playing tricks. So, yeah, why wouldn't you have Willie there for that? Like, if he's doing a Scarface song, I can almost kind of understand. And that's it. What, what Willie D was saying. But like, yeah, the Grammys called Scarface though, right? So Scarface supposed to tell him though, because at I, first, I, at I, first, because on the lab when we talked about it, I was kind of like Willie D shouldn't be tripping because Scarface represented for the. That's my initial reaction. But yes. Hearing him say that he asked you, What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to this Grammy thing. That changed it. And when Willie D said that his goddaughter was watching the performance and saw Scarface out there and was like, Well, is Uncle Willie about to come out? And then she the mom had to say, No, nah, he's not performing. Yeah, that's that's he said, Ill, he, he said, No, nah, he'll be over later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, though, yeah. yeah. He bring wings. What are you talking about? And, Willie was, and yeah. Willie was like, man, your kids got a chance to be proud of you and be able to watch you perform. So I initially was on the side that Terry said, but as I kept hearing him yeah, talk, he and it was genuine, like they weren't playing. You, they brothers, they, you know, they going to be cool. But that was a genuine, heated, like. Yeah, for sure. It was no. a legit conversation. And I actually respect. And it was warranted, too. I it mean, was. I get it. And I, res- I respect what Willie D was saying. I had to come around. I, I did. No, I, I, I would be that. upset if 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 uh, you know, the potties or whatever. <laughs> that sounded really bad. The, potties? the podcast sounded, Grammys, sounded really whatever, bad. And like came around and be like. So Terry, what you doing this weekend? I might need you to DJ. He'd be no, like, I'm just going to "Oh the, man, I'm gonna be out in California yeah, for going this to thing." The potties, you know? <laughs> and I look up, yeah. and and you just uh, on stage. Yeah, that's kind of lame. <laughs> yeah, I, me personally, I, I, wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to do that personally. That's just well, not how I'm wired. I feel like I feel like to me to me the selling point. I was I was with Scarface. I was at too. first until I was. until I saw it, until it was the fact that he performed a Ghetto Boy song. I was yeah. like, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. I mean, initially because Scarface has a whole career by himself too. He does. He yeah. had a, plenty of records he could have done. But I mean, and, and once again, I know there's a, there's only so much time. You can't do multiple verses, but they could have figured a way, figured out a way, right? Man, even if they, even if they together. just mash, uh, uh, I don't know, if, even four Willie, bars each or even something if like Willie that. Willie was just on stage with him. Doing yeah. ad libs or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I got the call. 
You still, if I got the call, <laughs> I'm going to tell my friends. Listen, yeah, yeah. such and such called Scarface me. Scarface is this. like, you're right. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't say nothing, but he he didn't. I don't know. He, you don't know if it was genuine when he was saying you're yeah. right. He was like, no, nah, you're right. Look, you told. I all. just think he he was in his lawn. He didn't care. Look, he didn't care. You told us all when you were going to be on Fox News. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah. Yeah. You did. <laughs> Actually, you know, what? what you I, I don't even know if I told you or, guys. I reached out to them and said, are you sure you don't want somebody else? Yeah, you did say that. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, man, all I'm saying is, oh, I bet not see either one of y'all at the potties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The potty just, awards. Yeah, just let me know, man. You know, if you go up there, if you go, you know, you're going to wave the flag. Cool, just let us know you're going to the potties, Jay. Yeah, at least. Yeah, even if they just said we only want one person, everybody got to go. At least be yeah, in I'll be in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, we'll root for you. Yeah, when when Give somebody a get it, when somebody get a Grammy award or or something, they have everybody up on stage that had something to do with it. Yeah. Everybody don't talk, yeah. but you're present. I nominate we sit alone and just keep everything nice and <laughs> safe and. So, you think Sydney would be safe? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Safe. Jay Moore might be a little too aggressive, man. I don't know. He might say something up there. I get to talking about third yeah. world white people. Uh, yeah. So you know, I think we just send Lone. I feel, I feel like but Lone would be a super, be the one that would end up being a super hold, troll. I, hold up, I don't think that I would be the safe one though. I no, feel, no, I, definitely not. I feel like you would be the safe one. I, 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 you I'd could be, be the most politically correct. I think I could. I could. I could flip it. Yeah, I could do that. I can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be up there thinking like. How can I sneak some random bullshit in here? <laughs> That's a good point. You probably would get up there act a fool. Jay Morris started talking in his uh I mean I did on the Fox quiet thing. quiet storm voice up there. Yeah. I'd be like, well look here. <laughs> He'll start in telling a story. Hip hop is always going to be relevant. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, I I felt for Willie, man, and I'm you felt I'm, I'm felt. Ah. For him, and I, yeah, I'm 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 with you, Willie D, on that one. And I don't want no problems, and none of us do. Mm. So he said, Gar- "Your girl want that Willie D." <laughs> Scarface, Justin Mac Miller. Scarface gonna have to eat this one. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, I don't that, like, that that wasn't cool, man. Yeah, that they cool. That wasn't cool. They should have called both if they if they had. They said he said they rehearsed it, so if they knew they was gonna do that record, they should. I'm just, just going to this Grammy thing. Yeah, I'm no. just going to this Grammy thing. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's so funny. That's yeah. You know how bad that is to just be like, yeah, they asked me to go to this Grammy He's thing. He's like, but they asked me. <laughs> yeah, like that justifies the yeah. fact that you ain't telling. You ain't even telling. Y'all do a whole podcast together. A week. whole podcast. It's like you should have been like, hey man, it's like if we went to the potties. <laughs> now, hey, we you. we want our bread too, man. No, no, nobody, you know. I don't think anybody's gonna steal that. <laughs> <laughs> The potties. Yeah, it's not provocative enough, man. What would the logo be is the question. I don't know. Long, what's the logo for the potties? Toilet. <laughs> a Joe Budden bust. Sitting on the toilet wow. with a microphone. Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> Y'all see Joe Budden going off about podcasts? Mm, him and Nori were. Yeah, he was going off about uh, people trying to jump in the podcast game and mad because they ain't getting money type stuff. We've talked about that here. Yeah. Yeah. Nori so. was acting. Nori, Nori was showing out though. <clears throat> Nori was stunting. He was he was calling people like I told when you we talking about on the episode. He was stunting bad. Like <laughs> I'm getting this paper. I, I got three different deals. Y'all whack. All this. I said okay. Yeah, he Nori. came into this as a famous person. Yeah, yeah it's different. Yeah. Well, that's who Joe Budden was calling out. Essentially, was the people that were had some kind of fame at some point in time. 
try I'm, to hop in the podcast uh, game and don't have the chops to continue to keep doing it. Right. No, I remember he called like out like Amy Schumer one time. This is when he was going through his whole thing with Spotify. Oh, it was yeah, like, yeah. why do you think people want to hear what Amy Schumer wants, wants to talk? <laughs> like, he really went, but at the same time, it made sense to me because I'm like, why does anybody want to listen to, you know, but gave her all all this money and you fight with me over nickels and dimes and, and like I'm at one point Spotify's most popular right, you know, right. IP. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to hear it, Amy Schumer. <laughs> I don't no. even want to watch her movies. No, yeah. I'm cool off Amy Schumer. No cool. No, thank uh, you. All right, man. That's going to do it. Shout out to the chat. We appreciate you as always. Remember, newoldheads.com. We got stickers. All the education mm-hmm. you need. We've got the stickers in. We see it, like it, subscribe, share. Pay for it if it has a pay option. We, we really <laughs> appreciate the support, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Goodbye. Yeah.